0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we move towards the final set of pre-split fixtures. Stuart Kettlewell reckons Motherwell are up against the best version of Celtic since 2003 when Motherwell go to the league leaders on Saturday. David Martindale hopes Livy's top six underdog status will suit them as Stephen Robinson eyes a financial godsend for his club and Robert Snodgrass says he'll tell his side of the Hearts departure story eventually. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me this evening is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Yep, it's a big weekend to come What's not to like about it? You've got the battle for third place Aberdeen and Hearts Aberdeen against Rangers Hearts at home in Ross County You've got Celtic going for all sorts of records So they also need to beat Motherwell Battle at the bottom And then also the Championship Which starts tomorrow night Some fixtures there Air United against Queen's Park tomorrow Followed by other big ones Inverness Dundee on Saturday A great weekend ahead yeah, totally agree with Mark Terrific weekend ahead uh, Looking forward to a fantastic Saturday show Watching the results come in A lot of big important games A lot of clubs out there Trying to get that top six position Livingston Hibs and St Mirren Full house at St Mirren When was the last time we said that? So it shows you There's excitement about Scottish football Absolutely Let's share the excitement together Then 0141 951 1025 What is on your mind tonight? Pick up the phone and let us know if you're already wanting to look ahead to the weekend I don't think there's any shame in that on a Thursday evening What about that battle for the top six? Come on you St Mirren, Livy and Hibs fans I know the way it works You'll sit back most nights and think Ah, so much talk about Celtic and Rangers on the show Well, why not use this opportunity to come and have your say Because it's going to be an unbelievable Weekend, One of those where you're checking the scores And seeing how the other teams are getting on And St Mirren of course have their fate in their own hands Hibs to an extent Livy need uh, a snooker in there as well So how are you <laughs> feeling about that race for the top six? Something amuse you? I like that What? Need a snooker in there as well It's world championship he did like snooker that, didn't he? He was just, I think that's he was just scribbling away there And he just gave a big grunt no, but I just like the way you involved this week's big uh-huh. sport into our sport. I'd like to see you on the table with a bag of orange powder right oh. all over your head. <laughs> I can, I, I can uh, just picture you. No, I should actually be there because I'm a decent player. I'm mm. a very, very good player. You've not got the flexibility to get up on the table now. No, I, the, I, the I, certainly, I <laughs> certainly have not. I probably don't have the flexibility to go off the seat now in the corner. So, uh, But that was a nice one. Anyway, good right, it was, it, was, really well was, it was not meant to be picked up <laughs> on the radio. Bad feedback for you, Gordon, as you go. Lose my train of thought Stay Anyway The battle for the top six What are you thinking? St Mirren fans Come on Let's hear from you in particular I know there'll be lots of you In the local area Livy and Hibs fans Join in as well How are you feeling? Are you nervous? I mean St Mirren fans Surely You're in the driving seat I know you, th- you Thought you'd got there before And it all uh, went a bit wrong But surely this time How are you feeling ahead of that weekend uh, Celtic fans I wonder if you have thoughts on What the Motherwell manager had to say today He reckons this team could be as good As Martin O'Neill's 2003 team uh, And I wonder if you agree Or disagree with that It's obviously a very different time um, But I wonder what you think I wonder if you agree Or is that praise over the top Or maybe it's not going far enough You tell us 01419511025 uh, and of course we have to wait until Sunday But what a fixture Aberdeen Rangers Always one of the highlights 
And in particular hot on the heels of a certain controversial red card And failed appeal and additional game suspension <laughs> That kept everyone busy last night, Mark Just uh, incredible I was listening to the show last night Because I was interested to hear what the guys would say about it um, And I'm pretty much with Jim and Simon on on this one That I found it incredible that the SFA found a right to add on an extra game Now I know there is something stated in the rules that they've got every right to doing it But when you've never seen it all season For them to do it at this time, calling it frivolous It just it just got to me And I look at the SFA and the referees and how many mistakes we've poured over this year from their side Yeah uh, I mean it, it seemed quite hypocritical um, So if I was Aberdeen I would be furious that the extra game added I wouldn't be furious that the appeal failed Because I thought it was a red card And it should have been upheld But I thought they had every right to appeal it And I think a player should have a right to appeal it Now I get the side of the argument Some people saying Oh they were doing it so that he could make The next game And maybe people would play the system like that But I think the SFA had every Every opportunity just to uphold the three game ban I don't know why you would add another one on I think they've came out of this looking bad It's been a lively old week Gordon mm. DL Oh I love it It's excitement um, I agree with Mark um, I think it's ludicrous That the, the extra game was put on I do also agree with Mark again That um, I don't know why um, They thought they were going to get the appeal overturned I thought it was a red card There you are then Is it not frivolous? Yeah, but what I'm saying is you don't add in a, the other... In my day... In no, my, no, you just said they had no chance of winning it. I didn't think... I thought it was a red card. So did I think it was a red card. However, I still thought there was enough in it for people to be split. Now, I listened to the show last night. Jim stood where Daz is and says, red card. Simon thought it wasn't a red card. What do you so think? So there you go. I thought it was a red there card. There you go then. We're no. Agree. But, but my, my point is... Good. My point is there is some Dubai in it that... It was enough for a, an appeal to be considered Not overturned Considered It certainly wasn't enough to say By the way, you've wasted everybody's time So I'm adding on another game We want our players, our best players All players in this country To play as much football as possible Now if they do overstep the line Yes, of course they should serve a ban What they shouldn't be doing is getting punished further On top of the ban Because you thought you were hard done by So SFA made a road for their own back because, of course, anybody that goes to appeal any decision, I'll now be thinking, well, am I going to lose the player for another game? Well, they'll tell you it's an independent judicial panel, of course, but that's another camera. Who are these people? Who are these Mm. panel? Why why do you you care? So you've got somebody to blame. So you've got somebody Uh, to blame. Hang out to dry Does that matter? Can you? Let's move on 01419511025 Let's see what we've got on the phones Let's take the temperature Richard's in Livingston What's your point tonight Richard? Uh, Hi guys Hope you're all okay Thank you Um, There was was two points If you don't mind Um, The the first one I'm a Celtic fan Um, The first one was um, About the statements Michael Beale's coming out with Like We need five players and that'll bridge the gap. I've got an unrestricted budget. I've not spoken to uh, the players coming out of contract. Uh, Is it really wise for them to be coming out with all this stuff? And we've got a semi-final. I just kind of hear a lot coming from uh, one side of the city and it's coming up to their biggest game. I'm not sure it's wise. 
and what's, what's not what, what bit of that's not wise though I mean I would take your point You know Had Michael Beale said We're going to wipe the floor with Celtic And I'll be dancing down the street You know on Sunday night That, that would be unwise What Out of those examples you've given What what bit of it is not wise? Well there's, there's definitely two that correlate together So if you On the one hand you say You've not spoken to Or offered contracts to Players that are coming out of contract And then say oh, I need five players how can you know what you've got? Do you understand what I mean? No, yeah, I think that I think that's fair. I, d- I just don't know if it, you know does it get to that sort of I'd, I, I've unwise no, stage. I've not I've no problem with it uh, in the sense that Rangers fans for a long time now have been on this show talking about they don't get any information. They're kept in the dark about what's happening going forward. The Rangers manager, nothing of it. He certainly needs five. I think he maybe. Uh, once the season finishes with one or two going out to leave more spaces it'll be more than five coming in um, transfer windows very important to him um, so he believes try to get more quality in to try and bridge that gap against Celtic then the other argument will be well Celtic will strengthen in the, 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 the summer as well uh, but I don't see anything up with Michael Bill you're right Gordon he's not coming out and shouting we're going to do X, Y and Z against Celtic in the semi-final where he can get shot down in flames he's only telling Rangers fans that he's starting to plan for the summer now whether he's spoken to Morelis and Ken or he has an idea where they're, they're wanting to stay or they're wanting to go or they're wanting to be kept or not then that's up to him uh, you know behind closed doors he'll deal with that business with the people in charge I don't see anything up with Michael Beale's statements just now I really don't Yeah, I hope this comes across right Richard because I always maintain you can people can phone up and talk about their own team or a rival team or, or any other team I don't think that matters that's the beauty of it but I, I still don't quite get what what bit of it's coming onto your radar as a Celtic fan and annoying you, if that's the right word, or you know, what what makes you phone if you like out, out of this stuff as a as a non Rangers fan? Well, what actually made me phone was my second point, but I, I thought I would bring that in because it just seems to be a, a lot in the news about what Rangers are going to do, and and it's it's been actually for a, quite a while now. We're going to do this. This is the real Rangers now, and if I if. I'm just putting myself in the, the shoes of a Rangers fan. If he's, if Michael Beale signs five players now, if they sign five players in the summer, regardless of anything else that happens, and they've got no success, then what happens? Mm. I, well, I will agree with Richard, Mark, but I think it's for perfectly innocent reasons, if you like. Is There is a lot of focus, attention, headlines on where Rangers are at and what they're going to do but I also think that's just probably natural with whoever's second, you know, whoever's whoever's chasing, because we always, in Glasgow, to be very broad about it, you've got one team that will be in a good place and the other one's in crisis. That, that's just kind of the, the feeling yeah. that, that comes off. Everybody knows what Celtic do. They're very good at it. No one's concerned that the recruitment won't be good because it's previously been good and if players do leave. So there's bound to be a bit more fascination about how Rangers respond to this challenge. Of course there is, especially when... You change your manager halfway through a season and Michael Beale came in end of November, start of December, so pretty quick to the first window came about. So you you could probably say that he didn't get a full shot of preparing for the window. This next window, he will have a full shot. He's had a perfectly good lead-in time to that. So you can see why there is interest and why he is saying that I need five changes. 
But let's be honest, Michael Beale's saying that because he's probably been asked the question, but he's no different for any other manager in the league. You name me a team in that league that won't make five signings in the summer. Every every team does. Now, the lower you get in the league, it's because teams just give year contracts, so the turnover's much bigger. But if you look at Aberdeen last year, you look at Hart, any of these, those teams... Five players probably the norm So Rangers are no different the, uh, Maybe the difference is That the five players That Michael Beale wants to bring in Are ones that go right into the first team And make an actual difference In Kent and Morelos Whether they're offered something or not If they're still there Which I doubt they will be Then The five mm. players have to be Impacting their quality To and make it, them perform And better. it is tough It's a very great area As you mentioned Okay mm. Do Rangers need four or five players To compete with This version of Celtic or is that already predicting how much better Celtic will be next season? Either they do impressive transfer business or all of a sudden Hatati improves and Jota improves and Kyogo improves. So um, it is difficult. And I always have a bit of sympathy for managers because they're asked, how many mm. players are we in? And they just sort of answer honestly. Um, but maybe putting a number on it is more hassle than it's worth. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably put a number because I think that. Rangers with the players out of contract that will probably leave I think it'll free up a bit of money um, free up some spaces in the first team squad I think he needs five key players but I also think he needs more players as backup as well you know the ones that you look at Celtic those impact substitutions that come on three at a time with 65 on the clock and all of a sudden change the game whether they're cruising do they lift up on our level whether they're having to chase a goal they lift up on our level so I think you'll be striving for that I think the, the window in the summer will be brilliant because the one thing the Celtic fans are very confident is their manager knows how to work it he's been brilliant in it and you can't take that away from him but also the Rangers fans will be desperate to see the sort of player that Michael Beale's got to bring to the club what was your other point, Richard? Well, just a quick one. Um, I don't think that any of the current team would get into the 2003 team. Oh, that's an interesting one. Let me play those comments. There's very quick comments from Stuart Kettle while he was asked about the, the, you know, the, the size of the task going to face Celtic these days, as Motherwell will do on Saturday. I think that you would pitch this team up there with, with many other excellent sides. You know, we look at sides that have got to European finals. It's a different way of playing. I keep stressing that as well. But again, I always just keep going back to this relentless nature. I think it's one thing to be a good side, but I think it's another thing to continually do that throughout 90 minutes. Richard says not one player from this team would get in the 2003 team, Mark Wilson. I think Callum McGregor would. Over. Uh, over Wenny. <laughs> oh, he'll be oh, on the phone. Oh, no. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> the of your He's panicking now. Look how red his face has gone. Um, no, I do. Listen, I'm seeing that from playing with Neil Lennon and what he brought. I thought he was a terrific player, but I think what Cal McGregor has done over the period of time, um, he would. Do you know what uh, I love about modern football oh. media? I got right by half past six. The Scottish Sun will have an article saying <laughs> former <laughs> former Celtic star slams I former manager and says Callum uh, McGregor is a better player. I know, yes, I know. That's what I love uh, about this show. Neil, please, please don't take that to heart. Uh, but um, no, listen, some would give him a, a run for their money. Would Jota get in? Different systems, of course, but you think some of the standouts, Kyogo, look, he wouldn't replace the Larson. Larson, he would definitely not. Sutton. Would he replace Hartson? Goalkeeper, no. goalkeeper. Uh, big Rab. 
Mm. You know what offend him as well. Oh, no, yeah. I he's 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 come, come across Rab oh. sometimes, so <laughs> ah, I like Big Rab. I've never met Joe Hart, so Rab, I'm taking Rab. Actually, Lenny's in again. <laughs> I was I was very fortunate. I, I come up as a manager against that team in the semi-final of Scottish Cup, and I've got to say they were fantastic. They were a terrific side. Really did. Um, what was the score? Three 0 I mastermind it, mm. and I've got. That's good. Think, by the way, this current team would beat you five or six. No, no, I think we'd beat them maybe one. Um, I think <laughs> we've got I, I, my tactical genius that day. Even Martin and Neil come up and said, "Brilliant." Right enough. I've heard. I've heard enough. <laughs> Richard, is Mark Wilson not giving you at least some food for food for thought on a couple? Uh, no, no, but it was worth making the comment Just I can imagine what his face is like <laughs> I know, Richard Put me in a spot of honour <laughs> 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 Is he still in Cyprus? There's there's guy jogging you don't get us in Cyprus, do you? Oh, Super oh, yeah, score on the guy jogging down Dumbarton Road The new wee Lenny Where's that clay headquarters? Thank you very much, Richard 01419511025 Is it like, is it's a good debate and a terrible one all at the same time because yeah. to be fair, Richard's gone man for man there. Maybe that's not, maybe that's not the, not the question. Maybe you're talking you know, as a unit, as a as a as a team, as a as a challenge, and then I don't know. D- does it take into account how strong Motherwell would be going there? You know, in in two thousand and three uh, or whatever. I played against that team numerous occasions. Um, I played in a number of positions. I played as part of a back three against Larson and. Hartson and Sutton I played as a right back Against Alan Thompson I even played in centre mid Against Lenny and Stan um, And they were They were just unstoppable They really were But I don't know Something about this side How dynamic How quick they are Their rotations It is phenomenal I mean the game's changed So much now Those players would adapt But it's a good argument But one that could last for do you know why I at least like that from you See even if you're miles off it I like the fact that you resist the temptation That a lot of people fall into to go Nah it was better in my day Oh no so it wasn't I, I, better I, I like the fact that you're uh, at least open minded enough I've got to say right It was I'm, better than yours Oh, it was, oh. Football in day was a lot better That Gee, big punt Could you not still pass it back to the goalie in yeah, your day Yeah yeah oh, yeah oh, He, he picked all day. Did the Listen, goalie wear gloves Three bounces <laughs> Boom Up the pitch DL He ran as fast as he oh, could No yeah. inverted full backs then Oh no you, we, we just played off the cuff That was the old days But the 2003 team Is better than the team just now Thank you Richard You've got Stuart Kettlewell to blame for this 01419511025 It's a good time to call Whatever it is that's on your mind Now is the time to share it You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 Kenny Haddon sent a cracking tweet And he says Dazzler Because we were just talking there about You know Stuart Kettlewell said You know The Celtic team How does it compare to Martin Mm. O'Neill 2003 That sort of stuff Um, And we're talking about Back in your day Kenny sent me something That I genuinely didn't know existed And it's a picture of you In a Man City top No way Let's see that I mean I've seen Obviously I've seen the Mm. Rangers ones you know the, the Rave Rovers one. I've I've never seen you in a Man City. Home or away? Don't really look like himself. Let's see. White must be away. Pint white Hold with on. sort of black stripes. He That's said he, he said you played on Red Ash Parks and the goalie was only allowed two steps. No to way! Oh look at that boy. Uh, that's, that's, you know what That's better than expected I, I thought I was going to laugh Honestly Mark I look at those photos Of years gone by And I now realise why 
three women want to marry. Hey, stop it, right? That, that's not, this is not the <laughs> forum for that type of comment. Uh, um, I had the man sick, they thought I had a bit of candy. The worst part about that photo is your face. I, I was the, angry. The strip, and that you, looks newer than I thought. Could you imagine me in that team now? Watching them last night but With o- my pace o- Obviously not Oh, oh But your pace aye Greeley Shaw for left me off the right Oh Bernardo Silva sitting on the bench <laughs> What have I got it today Big, yeah. Yeah. Big Erling shooting Dazzler Dazzler What for me Me and him celebrating out That's a good photo that Yeah It's one of your better ones I'm the man Thank you Thank you Anyway Enough about that Paul is on the line Paul what's your point tonight Hey, I have to give you another go anecdote before I start. <laughs> What's he done? I, 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 well, apart from the fact that our ladies used to, uh, I was going to say, no, very, very, uh, very often up at the Watsonville. I know you default Watsonville, but uh, I was talking to one of my friends. Gordon played in a, a Legends game about 10 years ago, over 35 stuff, and he was absolutely outstanding. He was pinging balls 50 yards. We're actually the other day there, and we're actually, you know, will love this. We're actually arguing about whether it was a good player or not. So, I do you know what I love about this, right? You're going to see that the, 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 <laughs> the most interesting things happen, Paul, because Gordon always brags, always about how he's never played football since he retired. He hates it. He would never play in any of these charity games. So, I'm thinking. Someone's got the wrong end of the stick But he's thinking about lying And saying that it was him Because yeah, you've been given Such rave reviews <laughs> That was me That was all yeah The way I was pinging it about so you, don't, you, don't, you didn't play in a Legends game no I Doesn't sound like something you know, Too lazy can't, I can't remember that one Anyway enough well, about that Paul What about Celtic What's happening Yeah just Well Just come following on To the, the caller earlier uh, I mean First of all Celtic aren't guaranteed To be as strong Though I want to start Selling their players On air But you know, there could well be a lot of uh, bids, uh, um, you know, for the likes of O'Reilly. Moy might not, you know, get another, you know, he, he might be fading out the picture. Hearts maybe, you know, n- n- so you could look and, and start picking holes in that squad. But so so just that, that first of all, whether Celtic will be strong next year. Um, and then just a little bit about the, the Michael Beale stuff, where he would really be better served. Keeping his mouth shut, he might be playing to the crowd a wee bit with season ticket sales, etc. Because um, the, the, the Rangers team, well, 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 the the whole thing with Kent Morelos, I think I made the point before. I remember specifically when when Aya and 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 Edward were running down their contracts. Celtic get almost forty million, thirty five million for the two of them. Kent Morelos are going to leave for free, so um, it's just to see. Uh, similar to the last call though Paul What's the bit that Michael Beale needs to keep his mouth shut over You know This sort of throwaway thing about Yeah I think we're four or five players away from competing with Celtic Is that Is it that offensive You know Even if it, even if you think it's It's wrong and, and Celtic would still You know Is it that outlandish It's not like he's saying Tell you what Four players Celtic won't live with us You know It's, it's not that The language isn't that strong is it well, I think it's disrespectful in the sense that he's called Dan's post to Coco Lucky so much so that he'll get Richard Ashcroft playing on a Saturday. Um, you know, it's, it's just disrespectful, Gordon. You know, I mean, if you look at the great managers in the past, they did their talking on the pitch. You know, he's came up here, he's full of the sound bites. Whether the Rangers fans are, are, are buying into it or not, uh, is another story and you know he, he came up with every every start about how they're matching Celtic other than the fact that they're 
they're 12 points behind and I understand that he's that only three of them were on his watch but if he, if he loses a semi-final then he's under severe pressure um, already so so maybe he's feeling that but to, to put a number on the okay here's my point then here's the, the gist of it to actually put a number on it instead of just saying uh, you know I, I think we're a few players away or we need to stand in certain positions he comes out with a number to say we're five players away from matching Celtic I mean I mean that's a big statement to make disrespectful though I think I think on top of the lucky comment yeah that that to be like but that that seems like a separate historic issue that was well talked about at the time you know if you want to bring that into it then fair enough you know Paul can set the the parameters but um right I've I've lucky uh, I obviously I'm not going along with that obviously Michael Beale I don't buy that but the other stuff that Michael Beale's come out with I don't know why it bothers Celtic fans so much you look across everything's rose in the garden they're probably let's be honest one game away from a treble this year uh, the entertaining football the goals over a hundred uh, over a hundred they've been absolutely brilliant um, they're looking forward to obviously try to beat Rangers in the semi-final which they're Logan favourites of course it will um, a treble and then the summer and new players coming in there'll be one or two players probably going on that's that's what just happens because if your players are playing at such a good level and performing then other clubs obviously are interested but Postacoglu showed that it doesn't really matter he can lose he, lose, he lost Juranovic nobody's bothered about that Jackie Marcus nobody's bothered about that so he's prepared to lose good players because he knows that he can always fill the spots with other ones I just think it's a Michael Beale's got to get through this semi-final I do believe he will come under a little bit of pressure if he doesn't beat Celtic because that's what it's all about for Rangers fans just now but in the summer it'll be a big transfer window for a Rangers manager because he's got to really try and back his cell against the reputation of what Postacoglu's done coming in with the transfer windows the quality players he's brought in and the team he's built that's where Michael Beale has to do his work in the summer Thank you very much that was Paul on the line 01419511025 or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB I don't know why this happens every like couple of weeks where people just now we open this can of worms and people send me pictures of you as a footballer like you're some sort of novelty <laughs> act from 50 years yeah. ago the funniest one, one, one. P- Peter sent me one that I don't, even, I don't think that's you genuinely like, it's not a joke he says here's the Dazzler in the home kit that's not you that's I don't care what anyone says Sab on the front sponsored by Sab <laughs> that's him that's not you is I, it <laughs> that's you you can tell he's he's uh, Nah the nose Absolutely you. no chance That's, that's you. you Look at the barn on that guy That nose is half the size of his Oh, put it put it to the public Do you know what actually That is you that's You can tell by the eyes Not me Okay mm-hmm. Anyway 01419511025 Gary's a Rangers fan From East Kilbride How are you Gary? Hey I'm not too bad panel How's yourself? Good thank you Good What have you got for us? Um, just to talk about Obviously Michael Beale's comments And the, the last couple of callers I don't really know why the Celtic fans are getting getting upset about what Michael Beale said. Uh, personally, I don't agree with him. I think it's going to need more than four or five. Uh, actually, going on what the first caller said, there's obviously quite a lot of players out of contract, and it's looking very unlikely that many, if any of them will sign. I think out the lot, the one that's most likely is Ryan Jack. Uh, but personally, I think it's going to need more than that. Uh, 
true to that fact, but I don't really see why why the Celtic fans are annoyed about it. Uh, he's not said anything bad about Celtic, uh, so I don't really see why it concerns him. I do. This serves as a reminder every now and then that, that this show is unpredictable and, and does just take on a. A theme of its own sometimes But we didn't even really mention Any comments from Michael Beale The first caller wanted to talk about something he'd said And it snowballed from there I guess that's the beauty of the, the live phone-in format at times um, You know, I've got visions of Michael Beale Turning on his car right now and saying What have I said? Okay, yeah, when did yeah. I? And the, the, you know, the four or five players thing Was a couple of days ago, fair enough um, I mean, Gary, what You mentioned the the, you know, kind of out of contract situation and so on. It's been the week in which we've seen, I think, strong links or stronger than we've seen previously with with Ryan Kent and Burnley this time. What do you make of that situation? Yeah, I, I'm starting to get to the stage that I think it is actually time for Ryan Kent to move on. Uh, I do think he's a good player, very talented, but he's just too uh, inconsistent and his numbers just aren't there. They, it's it's one of those ones as he maybe he's end his time at Rangers. I think there's quite a few in the squad that you could actually make that argument. Uh, just over the last two seasons, they seem to have stagnated. Uh, they should have kicked on after 55 and didn't. Uh, I think part of that is down to the board and part of that is down to the players and management. Uh, so I think it's round about time. Same with Morelos. I, I love Morelos. I think he's a, a cracking player. But again, he's not really provided much this season. Same last season. And it's maybe about time we just... Try, but I'm not happy they're leaving for free, but players come to their, their end of their time at, club, at clubs. It's just uh, the, the fact of the game. Uh, I think last night, uh, I can't remember if it was Simon or that that said it, but they said that Celtic aren't going to stand still this season, uh, the, in the pre-season. So I definitely think we're going to need more than four or five. Uh, but I'm, I'm interested to see what obviously Michael Beale brings in who maybe stays out there out of contracts as I say I think Ryan Jack out the lot is probably the most likely to sign uh, but I definitely think we're needing a goalkeeper we're needing another centre back midfield depending on who goes is sort of here or, here or there obviously needing another maybe two strikers and definitely needing more from the, the wingers Yeah I mean we did see that you know Gordon that, that that's why it is it's, it's a a difficult subject to debate without knowing how much of a throwaway number it was. Does Michael Beale mean four or five because Morelos and Kent stay? If those two go, does that four or five become six or seven? You end up just sort of getting bogged down in in, in the detail of it. What did you make of of yesterday? That the sort of that's when the the Ryan Kent the Burnley stuff seemed to pick up um, a bit of pace, certainly. Yeah, um, I I'm like uh, Gary. I think that Ryan Kent has got. Very good ability, Gordon, but it frustrates the life out of me. I'd hate to, to manage him because you would sit there every week and think, will he, will he do it this week? Will he perform this week to the, 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 the best of his capabilities? And he certainly has got it in him on the day, but I think it's time for Ryan Kent and Morellis to move on. I think that uh, when it gets to the summer, Michael Beale's got to stamp his own authority, bring in his own players. It's going to work around. He obviously likes Cantwell, he likes Tillman uh, combination. I think he's got to bring in other players to, you know, compliment these guys. Whether Tillman stays, you've still a big chunk of your money to go and pay for Tillman if you're going to keep him. But there's plenty of room there and plenty of scope. I think he's just thrown four or five out there. If you look at the amount of players that probably will be leaving, I think he's got to be looking more at four and five. He may just be looking at that 
five that he definitely wants to start. That's his strongest eleven. But he's got to fill that bench as well. He's got to fill, fill the squad because there's a lot of players out of contract. There are a lot of players now will leave Rangers. We know that. You look at the goalkeeper. You look at Davis. You look at Arfield's on his last uh, couple of months in his contract. Halander's never been seen. Matondo's hardly featured. You look at Ke- well whether he can Morello sleeves. There's a lot of gaps here for players to come in. Ryan Kent is an interesting one, Mark, because I think you know early on Michael Beale made a lot of noises about wanting to keep him. There's that relationship there as well, and I feel like just a gut thing. Every Rangers fan that gets in touch now, though, just a couple of weeks on or a couple of months on, just says, "Yeah, it's just time. It's just it's just the best time. That you know it will suit all parties. It's it's run its race. Let's not." Push out the boat And m- mad money a week To keep You know It's, it's just time to, to do it I think so um, He might want that of course As a player Yeah Now they've invested heavily in him Transfer fee And then What they've put into him um, In the years Over the piece But Like Gary says Kent Inconsistencies He's more consistent this season At the level he's playing at Which is poorly And the inconsistencies come when he Has a, a show-stopping game Which has been very very rare Used to be the other way about so if you're getting that from a player And you're not getting a, a decent return Or what you expect from him Then Yeah I, I guess it is Probably time to move on There's no point in just saying oh, We'll keep him in the hope Because we spent 7 million Because where when do you draw the line? So it's came to a natural end I think I think the player Needs a refresh He needs something different as well To maybe reignite his career um, And I think Rangers could stop Doing with depending on him they, they just depend on him every week And it's obviously not working Michael Beale has to put his own stamp On this team And that will come this summer uh, Thank you very much That was Gary and East Kilbride 0141 951 1025 We are about to get some travel news Which means it's actually the perfect time If you want to get your call in uh, There's a good chance we'll try and get you on next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are both in the building And both waiting for you to get in touch So give us a call 0141-951-1025 If you'd rather tweet you can do as well Over there at Clyde SSB So get in touch with the guys Let them know what you're thinking Just like Brian has done on the phones How's it going Brian? Not bad yourselves, guys. All right. Yeah, cannot complain. What's your point tonight? Uh, just a just a quick point. It's all about the Rangers with Celtic fans. It's all about the Rangers. They could just worry about their own selves. But anyway, my point is about Sunday. I think Rangers will make a couple of changes for Sunday. They'll bring in maybe Gilmaz and a couple of mid- young boys in the midfield. They like to see Adam Devine get a wee wee, wee start against Aberdeen. I want to go uh, all all youngsters, but I think they'll rest a couple of players for the big game on the weekend Sunday. Uh, and I really, I really do think we'll break Celtic in the final, uh, semi-final. I'm very, very confident. Celtic were lucky in the last two games against us, uh, with the goal got dropped off and last minute goal at uh, Ibrox. But I think we've got the making of this time. You've missed out the other cup game in between, though. No, Scottish Cup. Ah, well, they, they, they deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> Selective <laughs> evidence uh, From Brian Anyway the, the gist of it Well I won't argue too much The, the gist of that was Rangers Would they rest players this weekend Ahead of the semi-final um, I don't I don't think he will I don't think I can see I can see a logic behind it You want to keep Most of your, your Your players That are definitely going to start 
fresh and you want to make sure no injuries, but you're going to Aberdeen. It's a big game. Mm-hmm. As, as a Rangers manager, you've got to win. You've got to win as many games as you possibly can. Because it doesn't matter if they go up there and say, "Well, we played a couple of kids." If you get beat, then you come under criticism. Now, I don't know if he'll he'll play a full strength eleven that will start the following Sunday. But I don't think he'll be too far away from his strongest side. I don't know about Divine in the middle of the part. Is he? He's not a full back. He not playing that area. Yilmaz, we've not really seen a lot of him. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what you start line up for me the big question mark will be the centre forward position can you, can you take that risk, risk Brian you know when it gets to this stage everybody except Celtic are going to win it but I mean you, if Rangers were to slip up they'd win it really soon and you don't want to try and prolong it and, and keep the winning league run going that sort of thing no the league, the league by that's no doubt about it but as I say this cup is the most important game for, for us now we, what I said about Divine right back he Tavernier we rest and, because Aberdeen will, they'll no hang back against Rangers uh, so maybe the top the decent players like your Raskin your Cantwell and your Tillman they'll get a wee rest for the following week because you can't risk injury I mean if you get three or four injuries then we're I mean I, went, I can't see he's winning the semi-final after that but if we keep our strongest team for a week on Sunday I don't think the Rangers fans will be too unhappy with that I think he could make changes I Brian's point there about Tavernier I get what you're meaning It's a big game against Aberdeen Always as a way But the biggest game of your season Is next week Any of your players pick up anything In what's going to be a feisty encounter Against Aberdeen Then Especially your captain Tavernier Who I'm not being harsh and divine But it's not like if Tavernier picked up anything Which evidence shows he very really does yeah. Is divine going to be Your man to come in To a semi-final against Celtic No So if I was Michael B I'd be inclined to think about that I know it's a, a big game And it's always a big occasion up there But circumstances dictate that He's got to win the game next week More than he does I mean, The Aberdeen game this week So we're all about injury protection Because in terms of a rest Rangers are just going Saturday, Saturday, Saturday at the moment so, yeah. or, or Sunday even but, So again, in the modern game that's football, though, Over this well, course well, of season well, To be fair The players that Brian mentioned In particular Raskin and Cantwell haven't So there's a school of thought there At what point Is it counterproductive Are you resting Or are you denying people The chance to Play their way into Even better form Yeah That's a good point I think those two Would stay in But I I would I would single out Well I would highlight Tavernier Probably Barisic as well Because Listen I've been Barisic One of his biggest critics This year defensively But there's no doubt Against him (laughs) Just that he's not very good When players are running at him But Yilmaz would you put him in In next week's game Michael Beale I think only naturally Has to have one eye On next week Rather than just Full focus on this And I know if he was asked I know what the answer would be No it's one game at a time It's a game in front of us Does it not just feel like range? And I'm not saying this is right By the way I'm talking about perception And even from a lot of the Rangers fans That phone in Does it not feel like Even although Michael Beale Has won all these games Does it not still feel like He's on I don't know. I don't know if probation's the right word. On a bit of a tight rope, not just if you know one one or two more slip ups in the league, and then that something that he's not really done yet, and then that gap becomes huge, and Celtic wrap it up really soon. That is that is that stick that he needs, even although as Brian says and everyone says it's it's gone, but we live in an entirely illogical footballing universe here. Hmm. 
I, yeah, I can understand that. That if he if he loses this league run, apart from getting beat from Celtic, then of course Rangers fans go, oh, "I'll look at that." Also, you've lost there, so uh, the points gap is bigger. Um, but I think the more open-minded Rangers fan would or could understand why he would. You know, mm-hmm. leave some out. Now the problem would be if you leave some out and that doesn't go your way on Sunday, and then it gets to the semi final next week and you get beat again, then you're in a, a difficult mm. place. So it's a big call for the Rangers manager. What I'm saying is, I wouldn't be surprised if when the teams come out, Tavernier wasn't in it, Barisic wasn't in it. Um, try to think one or two more. Well, Kent was injured, remember, Kent, last week. Goldson's been injured, so it'll be interesting uh, to see what, what happens with them. You wonder who will play up front as well. With one eye on the Sunday Will he play Cholak Will he play Morelos I think Tavernier will play I, I I know what Mark's saying But I think Tavernier will play He seems to play Nearly every game Doesn't matter what the following week is I think Tavernier will play Will he add one or two in there Yeah he can rotate the mm. squad a little bit Maybe Lundstrom coming into Midley Park And one or two But I think it'll still be a, a strong start in 11 Because I agree with Mark You can't go to Pataudry and lose and then the following week, lose against Celtic at Hamden. It brings brings more pressure. Thank you, Brian. We'll find out very soon. What about Graham and Bells Hill? Take it away, Graham. Hi, good evening, panel. Uh, yeah, it's actually on a bit of a similar vein, that discussion. And I wanted to bring up the Rangers goalkeeping situation. So the two points I wanted to make, the first one was whether you think that it would be wise for Michael Beale now to kind of bring in Robbie McCrory as, uh, in the league. And he's not really going to learn anything from McGregor. And I think he's already kind of decided that McLaughlin's not really got a future as a number one within the club so he's obviously got an eye on bringing in a number one but I'm whether, whether he could learn quite a lot about McCrory from now until the end of the season and bringing him in It's a good question because he's said publicly on more than one occasion that he's going to do it you don't need me to tell you six games remaining so at what, at what point? Well I said a couple of weeks ago I think if you're bringing them in you're bringing them in to learn something and Pressure situations Now you're not going to Play him against Celtic Okay so you can rule That league game out And, and you can rule The semi-final out. Even, it, against, well, even if it came late Because bearing in mind He's actually played And won before It's one of the only games He played did well Yeah You know I if it was a, yeah. Because I I don't know Without going into A whole other conversation Are they likely to schedule that After the league's won anyway Yeah Yeah Um. Well I think this game Is a perfect game For him to play There is Always high stakes At Pataudry always a game it comes with huge pressure for the players and he will get tested on Sunday whichever goalkeeper it is we know they will get tested so I think this would be a good one to put him in you know McGregor's going to play next week anyway you know what McGregor can do why wouldn't you put him in? Gordon might this be the weekend? Um, he could he's he's promised to add some game time big game uh, he will get tested um, it'll be interesting Yeah I think I, I wouldn't be surprised um, And look to McGregor For the following uh, weekend In the, the semi-final But uh, He's got to get a, a run out Somewhere along the line And I think the boy Would appreciate At least getting in Where he's got to get tested uh, Pataudry will be a difficult game So Yeah I, I can see him I can down that road mm. Anything else on that situation Graham? I suppose there's a bit of Thinking to be done In the summer as well You would imagine yeah, I mean, I think he's probably thinking about McCrory if, if he does come through these next six games If he does play him or whatever ones he does uh, To put him in as a number two I think I don't think McLaughlin's got a future But he's maybe got an eye on a, a brand new number one And I haven't, I have to confess I've not really 
someone that watches Norwich games that much, but I've been impressed with Mr. Gunn when, he, when he's played for Scotland. Um, and I wondered, you know, obviously finances and stuff might just, you know, kind of dictate that. But I believe he's still got two years left in his contract. But if Norwich don't, you know, start to make moves up the way, I wonder whether he might fancy that move to the big. Uh, you know the, the the Glasgow Goldfish Bowl and perhaps move back up to Scotland, and it could be a good fit for Rangers. I love a random transfer suggestion, Mark Wilson. I think it is at least two years, maybe one more than that. Angus Gunn's got, and it just depends. <laughs> it's a crazy market down there. If you if he continues, say he establishes himself as one of the top goalies in the Championship, and he's under contract. End up costing you a fortune yeah. Probably just as we've seen but, um, And he's now an international player Which comes with a cost as well I don't know if anybody Would be jumped to that conclusion Had we not seen him You know Up here In the flesh And had a weirdly quiet night Against Spain oh, Which you wouldn't he, Maybe have anticipated Graham says he was impressed He hardly did anything But well, I was um, impressed Clean sheet can't, Yeah can't he, honestly, His stature I, I've no doubt He would be interested In company A club like Rangers But There's going to be a transfer fee Attached to him Which might be too much then there's the cynics out there that say, right, one step at a time. We had a battle to even get him to play for the national team. Maybe coming to Scottish mm. football would be the next <laughs> step. Fun. But we can keep our cynicism away since uh, it's been such a good international break last time out. Thank you, Graham. It's that time of the night. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Speaking of leagues that are done. Opportunities to play your fringe players To experiment It is Thursday night And the week is already over For the pundits Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Three in a row for the listeners On Beat the Pundit We don't get that very often Congratulations Gordon Dale You were part of it You lost on Tuesday Abysmal Kenny Miller Monday Gordon Dale Tuesday Jim. Jim Duffy last night Well I'll tell you what I'm desperate to play tonight I'm really Because I've had two bad away mm-hmm. games Really cool. I feel at home tonight So it's a free hit As the uh, I'm just brushing off all the, the football cliches Because the pundits have lost the week But you could, you could rub the salt in the winds Imagine it was a clean sweep You could play a part in it 01419511025 Lines close at 7 Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard That was a mild technical hitch That may or may not have been my fault You will never ever know the truth behind the matter <laughs> Mark Wilson Gordon And myself We are still <laughs> here buttons, mate. We are still here uh, Believe it or Can not Can I get the staff uh, nowadays And it is <laughs> time it's getting st- the money's worth for this Stay away for the Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the football. Right, beat the pundit time. I'm certain of it. Kieran's in Paisley. How are you, Kieran? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Have you ever played before? Uh, no. Mm, good, that's the way I like it. And having said that, three debutants this week, three victories for the listeners. Did you hear any this week, Kieran? Did you hear just how easy it is? Uh, no, but it was my wee cousin who inspired me Come on, I'm actually with him Oh right. no, that's, that's a wee boy What do you mean? He's been on before, isn't he, your wee cousin? Aye, I have Come on <laughs> Seriously, is this, this, is, this, this like <laughs> is this the Paisley beat the pundit <laughs> cartel again? Yeah. What's his, what's his name again? Uh, Sean This is ridiculous and what's, what's his brother called? What's your other cousin? Uh, Liam And did you go to Snoop Dogg with him? <laughs> It's no, been the no. night. Oh. 
what is it? We're going to need to start barring numbers from Paisley. And they've been clever about this. They've let it die down for a couple of weeks. And then they've just phoned in. This is a full Chris. family sitting there, aren't they? They're like the eggheads. <laughs> these people pundit experts. Uh, I can just picture that room right now, I'm telling you now. <laughs> no, they'll be in a car. You two are in a car, aren't you? Aye, we're in a car, aye. And you, they, oh. they, they just go out Drive and roam about and people and beat the pundit. Um, the thing is, though, if Sean's there, you two are in trouble. He's, he's a genius. He's good. Aye, sure he's is. an unlikely beat the pundit Very genius. laid back genius. Aye, aye, Sean, no cheating, you can't help him. No, of course not. It wasn't me who got the 18 bang on, was it? <laughs> I love these guys anyway uh, I'm just a bit worried That there's a family Of about 50 In front oh, of yeah. the next I'm so just I can't be full After every question They'll answer Yeah Right man. heads It is Mark Wilson Tails it's gone. I want to know more About where they drive about I don't <laughs> um, he's there t- Don't answer that guys You'll get yourselves in bother Tails It's Gordon D. Oh no <laughs> oh, oh, Daz, Come on, come on. Uh, You can so, help me uh, No you will not Okay Right I'm going to give Gordon Some greatest hits radio To listen listen to um, and that way we'll get rid of him and we've got Kieran and Sean on the line so 01419511025 to call in after but now's the big game Kieran and Sean are you ready? Uh, yes 30 Aye. seconds go on your clock and your time starts now who's Celtic's all time top scorer from their current squad? James Forrest which Welsh international joined Rangers from Derby in July 2022? Paul Lawrence. At what Scottish side did Stephen Fletcher start his career? Pabs. Name any current St Mirren player who's previously been capped by Scotland. Pass. How many times did Morris Edu win the Scottish top flight? Three times. Okay, Gordon Diel, can you hear us? Yeah, how'd the brothers go there? I'm telling you, his cousins this time, cousins. remember. Ready? Yes. Same set of questions. You, you know you're going to have to be good to beat yeah. them. All. Right, ready? Yeah. Let's do it then. 30 seconds starts now. <sighs> Who's Celtic's all time top scorer from their current squad? June Forrest. Which Welsh international joined Rangers from Derby in July 2022? Uh, pass. At what Scottish side did Stephen Fletcher start his senior Habs. career? Name any current St Mirren player who's previously been capped by Scotland. Um, pass. How many times did Morris Edu win the Scottish top flight? Three. Which English side did Mickey Mellon manage before and after his time at Dundee United? Uh, Cardiff. No, it wasn't. Oh, Kieran, Sean, no. he got one more question than you. Is it enough? Still confident Still confident <laughs> 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 Oh St Man cut James cut. Forrest is Celtic's top scorer From the current I squad Tony Watt There's a couple Tony in there Tony Watt <laughs> Just you two wait it. Just you hang fire Right yeah, we'll get to Googling. that James Forrest Well done You both got it Tom Lawrence Was the answer to number two The Welshman from Derby Oh did they get it They did oh. get it <laughs> Oh man, hey man <laughs> They're good these They're very good uh, Stephen Fletcher did start at Hibs You both got that None uh, of you could tell me You could tell me now Tony Watt Declan Gallagher Nine caps remember Oh Jesus yeah, So there we go um, So it's still 2-1 is it? Three in him no, no, no they didn't get that either They didn't get that Catch yourself on Oh yeah 3-2 sorry 3-2 three, 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 three before that, that. Um, Mo Edu's won the Scottish top flight three times Oh did they good get that? shout they got it as well. No way! 
Is that right? Was it Mark you beat the last time? This family is uh, an end. It's so, a family. I think, it's a family we're playing. A third ball. We added the mantelpiece. A third ball. <laughs> <laughs> he said third ball. I know what you thought he said. Third ball. Oh, no. Sounded very close to something else here. Welcome oh. to Tuesday's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Sean and Kieran from Paisley. You two Man. are gone. Kieran, I uh, go. They're sitting there on a bag of Ford Capri. Disappointed at you because you had the chance. Mickey Merlin. Tranmere. Everybody is synonymous with Tranmere. No, I no. forgot about that Did Kieran, they get that? No, but they didn't get that far They didn't even need as many questions as you What was it, 4-3? Yeah, they done you Ah, but they were two They're two Doesn't that, matter That's cheating Well done, Kieran and Sean Hey, thank thank, thank you. Very much Well done you Cutler Rockets <laughs> I'm so worried about tomorrow And the next two, night And the next Rockets night Rockets just beat me They know their stuff though Don't they Do you, do you want to know the thing as well yeah, so You didn't hear them stuff? No Because no. he was as laid back as Sean Was he So slow answering the questions But just gets them right So that you got through more than him There was one that I thought We'd lost him He took so long <laughs> And then just produced the answer I'm Amazing I'm, I'm oh, oh. gutted <laughs> What? 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 I wonder what they did in their actual <laughs> real life. I don't. I don't. Maybe I'd rather not know. that nah. knowledge to. Well, they might. Well, they might be eye geniuses. Um, oh, half hour conversation. I think we should get them in at the end of the season. A face to face appearance. Two shell suits walking in. Hey, <laughs> listen. You could be judging unfairly. You never know. No, you never know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's 4-0 for the listeners this week You two Ridiculous. and your colleagues should be Hey, I took no part in this Do you I know took no part in this I'm not too bothered about tonight I thought that was a good game 4-3 Ah, Tom Lawrence How did I not get Tom Lawrence? Oh, the St Man one's an embarrassment Declan Gallagher, Declan Gallagher. Played that night, didn't he? In, yes. in Belgrade mm. That well, was Here and you yeah, uh, you can get in touch. Shall the one it done, maybe? If you're part of that family, please get in touch yeah. <laughs> tomorrow night's show <laughs> on the phones or on Twitter. And even sometimes, I don't always get the chance. But during the break, I had to be look at Instagram just to see if anyone was in touch. And I'm glad I did. What a message this is from Aiden. But your night's about to go from bad to worse. I'm who's, sorry who's to do Aiden this to you. Uh, Aidan is an English teacher living in Sardinia And always listens to Super Scoreboard on his way to work uh-huh. Anyway, the other day he arrived at school To find out they'd forgotten his laptop And that had all of his useful listening exercises That he uses with the students To prepare for exams <laughs> You know where this is going, don't you? <laughs> so he decides that rather than that To fill the time he decided to play the Super Scoreboard podcast From his phone to his class of that can't be a good idea of English children. and what night was it? <laughs> That's definitely not a good I idea. simply told them just to listen and see how much they could understand of the unfiltered <laughs> Scottish accent. This class was full of Italian teenagers of an upper to intermediate level, and the verdict was. You, i.e. me, and Mark Wilson They couldn't understand everything But they could get the gist And could clearly hear some phrases <laughs> Yes <laughs> However, That's not looking good for me, is it? However <laughs> Poor old Gordon DL didn't do so well And they found him completely indecipherable During <laughs> During feedback Someone asked me Was he really speaking English? <laughs> 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 uh, Honestly Oh, uh, they're the first people who've said that Listen, if we can get Kieran and Sean as a guest in here I think we deserve guest appearances at this English school <laughs> In Sardinia 
At the end of the season That's amazing Imagine the kids in Sardinia Listening to your nonsense <laughs> On a Thursday evening Was it, it might have been a Tuesday A well, it Tuesday been afternoon this week, Oh so. wow That's amazing it's You need to brush up you're, you're too How is your Italian That's very good I've yeah. been to Italy a few times Oh yeah You, you complained that you didn't like the pizzas oh, did you, you, uh, you know uh, me Somebody Totti Totti yes Me and Totti yes uh, Capri He understood me <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe What was your score <laughs> You're what getting trolled For a bunch of Winning kids Totty what was your score At the weekend oh, 2-1 oh, Dazza 2-1 he said Anyway 01419511025 I do want to delve into that Discussion Debate if you like Or preview of the, the Top 6 games Really looking forward to it I know the split gets some stick But it's weekends like this That we should celebrate it Proper Proper entertainment Hopefully coming up Let's bring in John and Helensborough First Hi John Hi uh, Evening panel Hello Hi how's it going there I've got two wee points here I'm going to talk about The first one I'm maybe not looking To go into a debate about But one of the uh, Members of the panel Mentioned earlier uh, That Celtic Are put one game away From winning Winning the treble well, I think that's, that's That comment alone was very disrespectful to the other two semi-finalists Yeah I agree and I think we should get into a debate It was no, you it's not. Oh, yeah, Very wonder. disrespectful uh, It's not been disrespectful It's been very honest Because I do not know anyone If Celtic or Rangers for that matter of fact Get to the final Will not fancy them It's disrespectful struck. No it's not It's certainly not been di- It's been open, honest I just can't I can't, I can't understand why John has said it's disrespectful. Could you just acknowledge the existence of a Listen, tiny possibility. I've been, I've been there as a small club getting to a final, right? And I know the importance of it, and I know the supporters and the day out and the, the, the fabulous time that they have and the build up to oh, how patronising, right? But you are not telling me that if Celtic beat Rangers in the semi final, they will not go on to win the final at Hamden. Are you? Kidding yourself on John For all those in Italy That's listening <laughs> That's what my proper English voice is Sissy John um, I, I would say Obviously that's down to opinion Obviously 99% of the time uh, You are correct in what you say Whoever wins the semi-final Are more probably to go on to go on and win it But I still think Every team that's in that semi-final Just now It's earned a right to be there So until that final's played I think Okay, I'll, I'll entitle you to your opinion, uh, but but that's all it can be, and I do feel a bit of disrespect for it. But we'll leave that one at that one if you want. I'm happy with that, John. We'll agree to disagree. Um, the Michael Peel one as well. I just wanted to wade into that. I, I, but, um, I think I think it was a strong comment from Bill. There's, there's maybe two spins on it I've got going on in my head. Uh, the the first one is that the fact okay it's rattled a few nerves from the East End is that maybe possibly because some of these people from the East End are clearly a wee bit f- fearful that Bill's comment might be correct because as one of the Celtic um, fan callers said earlier um, are, are Celtic going to be strong next season? Are they? They lose a couple of players in there. So if we add the four or five that Bill's talking about, is that maybe where the fear factor's coming from these then? Because they're maybe, it's maybe hit a nail on the head and Bill's comments correct. Mark Wilson, I I love it when we get to this stage because mm. it started off throwaway <laughs> comment from Michael Beale followed by random analysis from caller one. We've now got John who says the Celtic fans are actually scared of Rangers. That's why. 
They're annoyed that Michael Beale says it's four or five players Well, I wouldn't agree with that I, I, I do get his point why they why they take numbers with what he says Because Michael Beale may believe that He's got to believe it It's his job to make Rangers a better team and challenge Celtic um, But a lot has to happen There's got to be a big swing as well for Rangers to catch up for Celtic in my opinion Because... Like John was mentioning there, Celtic have to get weaker. How uh, there is no part of me at this minute in time that can see Celtic getting weaker. I don't think they're in the position that they were a couple of years ago, where some of their star big name players were running down their contract, and it looked like they could lose them. And the club was in a, a, a bit of a transitional period. They aren't there. If anything, they're they're going the opposite direction. I've every confidence that Celtic will get stronger because they've got a manager who wants to push them. And particularly in the Champions League So I can't see Celtic getting weaker I can see Rangers getting stronger I don't think there's any doubt about that Because the, Where they are just now Good enough to beat the rest But I think when Michael Beale puts his stamp on the team They will get better But I don't think there'll be this swing That Celtic fans are fearful Of Rangers overtaking I think Michael Beale can get the teams closer I still think Celtic will be out in front Yeah uh, I don't think the Celtic fans First and foremost are frightened of uh, Rangers Especially with the way things have went this season. And you're right, uh, what Mark's saying there about the transfer uh, window opening summer. Celtic are very strong in that. But Michael Beale's job is to make Rangers better. And I do believe, given that transfer window, now, it doesn't matter what happens in the semi-final. I know that Rangers are desperate to win that game because it's massive for them. And then they'll probably go and win the cup, not being disrespectful to uh, Inverness or Falkirk. Um the summer is big, big for Michael Beale. He's got to clear the decks and then he's got to get in the right players in the right positions and really hit the ground running at the start of the season and put up a challenge towards Celtic. But I don't think Celtic fans are on here talking about Rangers because they're frightened of Rangers. Um, it's just normal for fans of both sides to come on, have a go at each other. That's part and parcel of the game. But I think Michael Beale's summer will be massive. Looking ahead to this weekend, John, we had a bit of a, a debate earlier. You, one of your fellow fans, spoke about you know Michael B really should just be rotating the team and resting players, and it's all about that semi final. That's how important it is. What's your view on that? Uh, yeah, I, I would actually say the caller was one hundred percent correct there, especially uh, rotating. That also gives them a wee chance to see these finished players to decide, okay, who, who's worth keeping, who's who's going to give us a wee bit of push. Also, uh, it went a wee bit quiet in the front of the younger boys um, coming in and getting a, getting a wee chance to kick a ball. So ho- hopefully, hopefully, he does look forward to that because the first team that he's been playing, it's been quite quite a regular um, starting eleven minus one or two. Faces, so he, obviously Bill's going in to see who's, who's capable of doing it on the park uh, to see who's going to. That, that's another thing with with the Bill um, comment. I think I think um, that could also be a wee bit of um, well scripted uh, criticism if you'd like to see to maybe get a push out of the full team. Because the team's maybe standing up and going, well, you don't think I'm good enough? Well, I'll show you in these last six or seven games just to see who can actually maybe rise to the next level and to see who's worth keeping. Interesting take on it. Thank you very much, John, in Helensburg. Remember, I messed up the breaks earlier and then mm. I was hoping that we wouldn't need to mention it again and no one would notice. How am I going to decide when to start the full-time teaser without the break that oh, should exist right no. at this moment? Well, if I hadn't is, pressed it earlier... This is it then. Let's do it. Yeah, cool. Let's do the full-time teaser and it's tough tonight as well. It's tough. Oh, right. Stephen McCarra sent it in. 
Since 2005 11 players have played for both Rangers and Aberdeen But don't currently play for either of them So since 2005 11 players have played for Rangers and Aberdeen But they don't currently play for either of them Foster Richard Foster Richard Foster Well done Um, Velichka Oh hold on If you're going in with these ones Early Maybe you will scoosh this That's a great answer Thank you That is Thank you A very good answer Thanks Thanks. That's great Sonia Lucco Yep Have you been reading my emails Do you know this question in advance I just know my Aberdeen Rangers players I played against them Period didn't I Take one more guess (laughs) It's now the obvious ones That we'll struggle with Yeah uh, uh, come on! Got to be oh Ryan. J- no, no. Oh, don't ah, don't ah, there we do go. Can Barry play with Aberdeen? Mm, Hibs did he? I know he played with Hibs, but did he go to Aberdeen at one point? Did he? I feel like I remember that he he did. Did he? Did he? But he's not on the list. I'm um, not sure he was at Aberdeen. Why have you done that to me? Because I, I don't know. I just I'm thinking. No, he, he did. He did. Ooh. Oh, oh, does. There yes, you there go. you go. Send them in. We will rip them apart. <laughs> We're adding <laughs> to them. Hey, that's not bad from you. Brilliant. Thank yeah. you. I like that. Well, you've, you're up to twelve. Well done. We're up to twelve. Oh, I'll take one at the eleven because we'll not get one at the end. Exactly. <laughs> not like that. A goalkeeper must be a goalkeeper. I know Snell does, but it's too late. No. Um, Don't think there's a goalkeeper, is there? Is there? I'm just frantically scanning the rest in the hope that it doesn't include loans or something, and that's why you're not getting um, Cam Berry. But I, I honestly couldn't tell you if the rest were or not. So we'll just we'll just crack on. See, now it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Are, are those some of the more difficult ones that we've got? Uh, I mean, they're all difficult. But yeah, difficult. yeah, I yeah. guess so. Thinking, I'm thinking of the wide areas wingers. That's good. Why? Why? Why in particular? I just like the wide areas. Um, anywhere in the H. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, it's a good position that. Yeah. Come on, Mark, help us out here. Well, I did. I got Valichkan Aluko. That was decent. That was. You know, we can leave it there. Are there a goalkeeper in there? Tell oh, what no. is it, Matt? Do you, no, yeah, yeah, no, there no. isn't actually. No. Right. Okay, that's fine. I'm happy now. Uh, right. We'll get to the. We'll get. To, we'll get back to that. Full time at Clyde1.com. That is the address that you need. So send me your thoughts. Let's speak to Stephen and Cope Bridge. Hi, Stephen. Hi, yeah. How you doing, guys? Good. Thank you. Good. Thanks for taking my call. First time caller. Pleasure. What made you call tonight? So it's just been listening to the chat about Michael Beale's comments and um, it's actually really funny listening into it. It's like two weeks ago, um, the opinion is that he might actually lose more than five players. Um, so now he's, he's going to add five players. Um, and it's just that how quickly it changes. As a Celtic fan, I look at this season and just really been into the facts, say really what's happened. Um, already won the first cup. Top of the league, goals to a plenty. Um, managers flying, teams seem to be flying, and he's not that far away. Rangers are still to beat us. Um, he might be getting closer, but it's that, it's that chatting to, oh, we're getting closer, we're getting closer. I know. It's sad that in the Scottish League, that closer isn't good enough in Scotland, do you know what I mean? Um, 
So the facts are for me that Rangers are probably going to need five players to, to keep to the level to where they're at just now, which in factual terms... How does that work? What do you mean? How will adding five players just keep them where, where they are? What do you mean? Well, they're going to lose some players. I used to have spoke about it over the last few months to players that are at risky contracts and players that are talking today in the papers about Kent going and other players that are going to go. So how many players have you said this is you guys Over the last few months Are going to potentially Be leaving Rangers There's can't have more than five So what I'm meaning is For a squad And he's going to need to Introduce five new players anyway Just to actually keep What he's currently got He may improve the calibre Or the talent of that But actually I don't think that he's Five players away From overcoming Celtic Really um, Yeah I think I think the phraseology Was competing with Rather than overcoming mm. I must admit Last night at the top of the show I said oh Michael Beale says They need four or five players What do you think Nobody called about it um, There have been a, a delayed reaction Everyone feels very strongly Mark About something which I'm, I'm sure I don't know I, I, Are we just paying too much attention to it In terms of You know Holding it to four or five And then it's become To overtake Celtic When actually that probably Wasn't the way it was worded Feels like we're, we're being I know this is a serious Footballing environment But well, I was going to say that people are going to pay attention when one of the managers from Rangers or Celtic stand up and answer a question, and the, and there is a big question surrounding his team. How do you mm. catch Celtic? That is the. But so what when, I mean is, though, for, for all we know, quite innocently, he does mean you know, you know four or five additions or four or five in top, four or five for the first team. You know, not not a pure numbers game if we're going to. Sit and count up all the players that are out of contract. Yeah, um, well, Daz mentioned earlier actually about the the squad thing about how he not only needs starters but he needs impact players as well because that's where Celtic are at. The game with the five substitutions has changed that much that um, you you need players to come off the bench and finish games for you just as as much as you do starting them. So Michael Beale needs to think about that. I'm pretty sure he'll have that just now. I looked at Rangers bench at the weekend when we were just chatting about how he may rotate things or rest players at the weekend and, and John before was saying maybe some of these fringe players need a chance. I've seen many fringe players that Michael Beale doesn't know about mm. in his squad at the minute. There isn't. It's players who have been tested and failed. But he might give them a game at the weekend. So he needs to he needs to bring that up to a better standard. Thank you, Stephen. How much are you looking forward to the battle for top six on Saturday? Yeah, um, I, I love the fact that, that teams um, outside Rangers and Celtic, for instance, St Man, full house there, Gordon. You know, that's brilliant to see fans flocking back there to watch St Man and Paisley against a Kilmarnock side that are desperate for points on the road. You've got Livy, who usually do not bag, and up to Tannadice. Great victory for Jim at the weekend. They're fighting down the bottom of the league to get out of that danger spot as well. Um, Ross County, Hearts, you know, Stephen Naismith. I don't think he gave the right signals to the Hearts supporters coming out and talking about, you know, third maybe not that important. I think it's massive for Hearts. Um, I think you said it wasn't the be-all and end-all. Yeah, do you know what? See, the more I think about that, I get that because, yeah. well... When he took over, they're behind Aberdeen anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Now, granted, that the Derby defeat has since followed, but when he made the comments, they were behind Aberdeen anyway, so it was entirely possible that Stephen Naismith has a really positive impact on that team, gets them playing some good stuff, they get some good results, but they still don't finish third because they were already behind Aberdeen. At which point, everyone goes, huh, well, third was the be-all and end-all, so we can't have this guy as the manager. So if you're him, 
it's, is, it, is it maybe And I know it went against What the club had sort of said But can you not understand From a, a self-protection perspective Why he wouldn't want The entire judgement On whether he's a success or not To come down to whether They can finish third When they started behind third Yeah, under him. yeah I understand where you're, you're coming from But I think they've got Won a massive game at the weekend Because he's walked into his first game Now you're not telling me They got rid of Robbie Nielsen Because like other clubs um, That's happened this season And there have been a lot of them They get rid of the manager For this new manager bounce And they were looking for that With Stephen Nate So he's, I know it was a difficult game At Easter Road He's got to get a result Anyway I don't Ross know how County. this happened Because we don't need to get Hearts in uh, Ross County it Doesn't impact the race for top six I mean, Hearts technically are not over the line, but they've got, what, a 19-goal advantage over Livy. So let's consider that done, Mark. Yeah. St Mirren are fifth. They're at home to Kilmarnock. Hibs are sixth. They're away to St Johnston. And Livingston are seventh. They're away to Dundee United. So St Mirren really need a point. Um, Livy, of course, would be relying on them winning and one of the others slipping up drastically. Um, let's hear from Davy Martindale on that. Been a fantastic achievement. Um, I think that's us five years in the Premier League. Now the first year we finished ninth. We uh, finished top six twice and just missed out in top six twice. So again, going into last game, this match day, match day 33, and we've got an opportunity to get top six. So it'd be a, a great achievement for the, the players and the staff at the club. But financially, it really, really helps the club out financially. We need to win as well, but we're probably needing the other two teams, either of them, to drop points. So we'll just focus on ourselves and see what it takes us. But we're quite used to being the underdogs, so that'll probably suit us. That's David Martindale speaking to Sky earlier. Um, it's just going to be brilliant, Mark, first and foremost. You know, this is what the split was all about. This is what it was designed for. And you look at the drama we're going to have at the weekend. Yeah. Um, and teams, Celtic fans, Rangers fans at the top of the league might go, well... What's the merit in finish top six? It's it's a nonsense. People in England might sneer at it and say the league's splitting into two. What's that mean? But David Martindale summed it up perfectly there in terms of finances and who you're playing and the, your remaining five fixtures means an awful lot. I remember Dundee United when we did it for the first time. I was part of that side and how much of an achievement it was to the club at that time. We finished fifth. That meant more money coming in. And we finished the season strongly And by the way it makes a difference When you're going to places like Ibrox and Celtic Park And they're running Than it does battling at the bottom So it makes for a fascinating weekend Got to say St Mirren Firmly in the driving seat I don't think they could have Asked for a better fixture I mean that with the greatest respect to Kelly Having seen their away form They've sold at the stadium So the fans realise how important it is um, What have they got to Dundee United though? As good a result as Dundee United have had over the last couple of games, Levy always seem to do okay up there. So I you, think so you, miss out. So you can see. So what, Mark? You can see Levy winning at Tannadice, which takes them on to forty-five points, and then if Hibs drop anything at St Johnston with their new manager, Levy would be in the top six at the expense. By the of way, Hibs. that's that's the scenario I can see. If any, I think Hibs after winning last week against Hearts, it wouldn't be that much of a shock that they go to St Johnston. And and drop points mm. But if Hibs and Livy won St Mern get beat They drop out do they? Yeah but that's what Mark was saying Because of Kilmarnock's away I, record I, That's less likely I think Livy will just miss out I know what Mark's saying Livy are that sort of a team You never know what they're going to do on the day But 
Dundee United fighting for a life, got a couple of good results, playing with confidence, just a good crowd at Tanner Dice, hitting down the hill second half. They'll have too much for me. Uh, uh, could you not see Hibs though going to McDermott Park? Most Hibs thing to do, and then Lee Johnson. If that had to happen, I still think they'll lose. I think they'll lose, or even not win because a draw wouldn't wouldn't be enough for Livy. They've mm. got a seventeen. Minus 17 goal difference Listen I hope you're right Because I'm supporting my old side Dundee United They need the, the points like to survive no, no you've got Levy down the car. No no but they, they do not bad I've mm. just I've done my homework so oh, But it is look There's the obvious thing You're going for Places in the league Which brings its own financial reward In terms of prize mm. money Once you're in there really It's Andy's crack At going for Europe And you get your big games as well Against the big sides Which bring in more money So you've tried to You know It's not perfect It is flawed We will argue about Fixture anomalies next week But you've created A league within a league If you like That, that just gives something A bit extra To go for at this stage Of the season but, Well the, for me The redundant bit of that league Is if you If you are if living, mo- Or mother Or, or mother, mother will, will. Yeah, yeah. And you miss out Then you're playing Your remaining games With nothing to be fearful For over your shoulders And you You, you can't You know Break mm. that that mould of the top six So if you're Having said that you're, you're, you make reali- it. you're realistically Going to head into Your last few fixtures though With one, two, three, four, five, six, ten of your 12 teams Maybe playing for something Yeah It's not yeah. bad It's not a bad I think ratio. it's exciting I do I really do From you could, oh, To be fair You could say the league Will be will be done by then maybe But that's Top six to relegation I think is very good Very exciting mm. Um, yeah, and it's going to be one of those, you know. If, so if you're St Mirren, how does it affect the psychology? You're, you, you just know you need to get a point, but ugh, that's always uh, a dangerous yeah. concept, but, isn't it? They, they've got it in their own hands. David Martindale, he'll have Bluetooth speakers in the the the, the dugout and Livy that, he, that himself. he installed himself. <laughs> but um, yeah, to talking about the, pressure, right? Because it's different pressure at the weekend. You've got your pressure on the players at the bottom of the league. Again, I've experienced that. As isn't a nice place to be. The teams in the middle who are going for the top six Out of those teams Who's under the most pressure? Those St Mirren players playing in front of a full house Knowing it's the first time they'll ever do it Or those Hibs players Go to McDermott Park Knowing what it would mean Losing and dropping out the top six When you've got a budget that dwarfs Most of the other teams below you What a stake at the weekend Absolutely, we look forward to it Can you name 11, it might be 12 Players who've played for Aberdeen and Rangers since 2005 But are not currently at either of them You've given me Richard Foster You've given me Andreas Velichka Sonia Luko and Flo Camberry apparently I think he's your 12th man So you've got a few more to get I'm struggling here So am I And that's That's not good That isn't good Um, Really not good Centre half Um, There's always wide players Oh, Morris Ross played with, He played with Aberdeen, didn't he? He did well Wide done. player I mean, he's not a winger right, right back, right back. He played wide on the right back te- Technically, yes <laughs> Anyway, mage Okay Right yeah, Morris oh. Ross, well done oh, That is going back a bit, eh? <sighs> the few from that era Was there? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on now, that's yours That couple, is my A couple era. of recent ones, though couple Like maybe sort of ones. Yeah, like kind of yeah, probably early Steven Gerrard era Mark Warburton era There's a couple mm, Left back? No No no. The midfield players in there It's difficult We need time to think Oh, I've got it I've got it Who? I've got it um, Scored a great goal 
Michael, Michael Ball No Michael Ball Michael Ball The singer Ball, ball. <laughs> The ball Ball I don't know his first name But I remember Midfield player Defender Aye. Scored a terrific goal Ball Dominic is the name Dominic! You're looking for Dominic <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a ball involved With Alfie Ball Michael Ball <laughs> Alfie Ball I came the swap Right so oh, We'll try ball. and get The rest of the answers Next Number one For football In Glasgow And the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final parts of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here And they're trying their best to tackle tonight's full-time teaser That's been sent in by Stephen McCarra So thank you to Stephen who sent it over on the email Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's how you get the questions over And he wanted you to name 11 it kind of became 12 uh, Players have played for Rangers and Aberdeen since 2005 But are not currently at either club So you're doing quite well Richard Foster You gave me Valichka, Aluko Thought you were very good at them Flo mm. Camberry even was your bonus answer Morris Ross, Dominic Ball You're flying Yeah but Mark's got the best one ever Had a message in from Graham who was giving it a go He gave me one of his answers and then took it away straight away Because he was lacking confidence in it Was it right? No, it wasn't quite right to take it away, Graham. Go on, Mark. I'm, I'm not even going to Bates. steal that. Bates. Oh, the other one. Well, Bates is one. David Bates is yeah. one. Greg David Stewart. Ba- Greg Stewart is also one. Gavin yeah. Ray. Brilliant. Wonderful. Three to get. Yeah. I would say. No chance. Mm, not any harder than Vlichka or the likes, I wouldn't say. Mm. We might need positions. We'll get minute. to that. We'll get to that. Um, the people who. Watched you play football at Man City Reserve. Might say that it wasn't the game for you. <laughs> and I've seen. Good. And I, I think well, football wasn't the game for me. I totally <laughs> agree with that. Exactly. It's not. You don't even like it. No. So, and now looking at the way you live your life, I think I've found the perfect sport for you. I mean, it's very simple. I'm just going to combine the two, and I want to know if you have you ever played foot golf. No. I mean, think I, about it. I, I, you earned a living through football. You're obsessed with golf. What yeah. is not to like? It seems love like it. the ultimate partnership. Have you ever played it before? No, no, but I would love to give it a go. The only thing that worries me is I'm not sure you can kick, kick the ball, the ball very that far. far. Yeah, I'd need to play the par three course, like Augusta, before the Masters. <laughs> you would, I would get around the par three. Putt. What <laughs> is the pitch and putt version? <laughs> Crazy golf. Have you ever played it, Mark Wilson? I've not. I'm ashamed to say. Well, did you know? That in about four weeks time Four and a half weeks time Scotland are off to the Foot Golf World Cup Things you never thought you would hear And it's in Florida as well Not a bad place Oh, how, Why to didn't be, we know that? To be heading. up Could we go and report on it do we think? 100% Get Hugh Keevens over to, to Florida yeah, See how he, nice. how he fares Anyway we're joined on the line by Carolyn Who is going to be taking part in the competition How are you Carolyn? I'm very well thank you Thank you very much for joining us. How excited are you? Florida, World Cup, football, it all sounds magnificent. It doesn't get much better, does it? I'm very excited. Now the entire squad are very excited about it. There's, I think, 40 countries, nearly 1,000 players going. So we're ready and we're prepped and good to go. Brilliant. What sort of format does it take on then? I mean, Gordon, he's all about the golf lingo, so he'll understand that. And are we talking teams or individual? How does it work? So actually there's both and they, they both run concurrently. We've got a singles competition that's, that goes on one day and then a team competition that goes on the other. Singles is stroke play and basically the team format is match play knockouts. So you're, Carolyn's talking your language. You yeah. understood every bit of that. What handicap are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I, 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 have, to, I have to say, I, I do all right. I was nine under par last weekend, but uh, when you were talking about the length of the courses, it's actually not the same length as a golf course. On a par five, you'd probably get uh, two par fours uh, on an, from a foot golf perspective. Yeah, we are, I like that. Right, and so the... In, in terms of wh- how does the squad come together? Where do you play your your home rounds of golf, if that makes sense? So we've basically got a national tour, and basically the the players will compete on the national tour in order to earn ranking points, and then basically those ranking points will qualify them for the the, the national team. We play events as far north as Aviemore, as far south as Moffat, and then east and west Ayrshire and Fife. So we really do travel the length and breadth of the country. If anyone's interested in giving it a go, brilliant. I, I, like admit, I, didn't yeah. really, I mean I've played before um, And it was very tough I just found it like So much harder than I thought it was going to be And that maybe says more about me Than anything else um, Listen this yeah, could just, be a stupid question Carolyn no, It be, probably is it? Yeah A normal football Is it size 5 football you play with Or is that a special a bad one? question Thank By you. your standards No it's a, that, that is a question we get all the time actually I mean it is essentially The exact same rules as golf um, but obviously you don't use the Don't use a tiny ball Use a size 5 uh, football But the hole is obviously bigger so you still get the same issues. You get the lip outs, and you know it can it can sit on the lip. So it's it's basically exactly the same game. It's just for those that like me that can't swing a club. I'm glad you clarified because the th- Gordon Dale's face when he thought you had to squeeze a size five into a golf hole was um <laughs> yeah. was quite something. Um, you turn up with your World Cups on. Do you do you know what countries you will directly face yet? Not yet. The draw hasn't been done yet. There's there's basically three uh, kind of three competitions from a from a perspective of category. You've got the men's competition. They will definitely start in sort of uh, uh, kind of mini leagues, and then they'll progress to knockouts. And then the women's competition and the senior over forty five competition. They will just start straight at a round of sixteen. Senior over forty five. Yeah. You played football. Just you're it. obsessed with golf. I would I love to try that. Perfect for you. I'd try. If you if you ever go into a mixed doubles competition, feel free. You've to... missed the cut off. I think for this year, um, Carolyn. What sort of country is it? Is it established? Is there an, a pecking order here? Who are the world leaders of foot golf? So um, from a from a world number one perspective, uh, in the men's it's actually uh, Cedric Bono who's French, and in the women's it's actually Claire Williams who is Scottish. So um, when we look at the countries that are probably going to do well, you've got to fancy the USA. They've obviously got a very big squad. They're they're at home. France are the current uh, world champions, and I have to say I think our three teams, you know, I think they should be going in there with a mentality that. They can potentially podium So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how we get on I love learning stuff on this show The number one female foot golfer in the world is Scottish Yes See we, Brilliant that, that, I mean don't get me wrong That's why Carolyn's on Because we are trying to shine a spotlight on it But that should have been done before I, I wish I knew that, that I think that sounds really enjoyable Do you know that? I'm going to give that what's, a go What's the prize money Carolyn For the, <laughs> yeah. the winning team here? Uh, do you know what? I don't think that's been released yet, but there is obviously a prize fund for the for the World Cup, and the world there's a world tour. So uh, you know there is. I think it was twenty five thousand euros was the overall prize pot. So you know. How do you, and how do you guys how do you guys fund this, Carlin? Is it, are you looking for some support to to help things? Yeah, all the players at the moment obviously are looking for sponsorship. It's a it's it is still an amateur sport. We our national team have been uh, really lucky to be sponsored by Omega Quant, and they're kind of looking after us from a nutritional perspective, and that's allowed the association really to disseminate those funds throughout the throughout the squad, which has been great. But there's always more help needed because it is an amateur sport. So if anyone is looking to sponsor, if they contact the Golf Association of Scotland, we'd be really grateful. Brilliant. Best of luck, Carolyn. Thanks for joining us, explaining it all so well. I'll be keeping a close eye out on how things go. 
Yeah, and if you want a celebrity tournament at any point, just give me a shout. Well, you won't find any celebrities in here, but we'll, um, we'll, we'll certainly <laughs> come along. Thank you very much, Carolyn. That sounds brilliant. Good luck. I, I, th- yeah, good I luck, really Carolyn. fancy that. You'd... I'd be a positional player. Nah. Turn up with the shorts on, the copas. I've never seen you with shorts draw, on in my life. I'd play with a draw. Think so? Yeah. So just curly a toe. curly one. curly toe. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a big toe basher. Oof. <laughs> I think that'd be good. Well, oh, she's gone. I'd one more, I had one more How'd question. How'd you off? Exactly. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Do you oh, bounce it? Do you, is it the drop kick? Do you? Or is you it half falling? Do you know Carolyn what? I was going to butt in and ask that question. The, the, the Sanchez Brotto yeah. side Aye. volley. Or get a wee sandcastle and put the ball on yeah. like a tee, yeah. like you used to do in Ash Pitches. Yeah. Aye. There you go. I would be good. I think we should go along one day. Give it a go. There's one up your neck of the woods. Is there is one, one coming on? I think that's the one I played. Yeah. Anyway, right, you've got more former Aberdeen and Rangers players to give me here. Um, what have you got? Mm. Scott has sent me yeah. one of the correct answers. Many still to get. One of them played for Motherwell also. Three you've got. Quick. Oh, um, Midfielder. Uh, McCormack? No. Midfielder. Rangers, Aberdeen, Motherwell, Leicester. Barry Nicholson? No. One. Oh, um, 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 Hughes? Stephen Hughes, well done. Good shout that. Aye. This guy currently employed at Rangers, I think, in some sort of academy role. Fullback. Stevie Austin, Smith? Yes, Stevie Smith. He played for Aberdeen? Yep. Didn't know that. And the last one. Obviously. Plays for Dumbarton currently. Greg Wilde. Oh, all right. Can oh, sound good. <laughs> Dumbarton <laughs> legend. <laughs> Roger Hanna just takes it. Roger, you cheat. <laughs> Thanks, Roger. Anyway, thank you, Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal. We are back tomorrow, Friday night, ahead of a huge weekend. Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller will be here, so make sure you join us if you can. And Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>